tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, After Buzzers, and welcome to another Battle Creek After Show. Tonight, we're going to recap Season 1, Episode 4, Heirlooms. But before we do, a little shout out to Brandon Calhoun, who is the artist who created the intro theme song for the whole series. He is a Michigan-based artist, which is super cool that they are, you know, recognizing local talent and using him that way. And so we just sampled a little bit of one of his newer songs before you go which i believe just came out so shout out to brandon yeah hit up brandon calhoun on twitter and itunes go check out his stuff and before we dive into recapping the episode want to make sure you guys are all subscribed to us on youtube youtube.com slash after tv you can also find all the after shows on itunes and soundcloud be sure you subscribe rate comment you name it i'll bet jazz <laughs> yeah all of it do it all I'm Lauren Salon. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon. I'm joined tonight by Gary Thomas. Gary, how's it going? Where's everyone, where can Fantastic. everyone find you on Twitter? Everyone can find me at I am Gary Thomas on Instagram and Twitter and I am GaryThomas.com. Awesome. All right. Let's dive in. Heirlooms. So it starts off with Milt saying he's got a case and asking if Russ will help him out. And Russ is like, as usual, nah, no. not really into it. He's like, it's a homicide. Now are you interested? And of course, Russ you know, wants the juicy right. cases. And it turns out that's a 30-year-old woman who was murdered in her apartment. And, of course, at the crime scene, Milt pulls out all his fancy pants FBI gear. But, of course, Russ is speculating. As yes. he did. <laughs> speculating. He's like, what do you mean? You think she was stabbed. Clearly, she was stabbed, buddy. Come on. And they end up finding a dog nose print in the blood. So then they launch into this whole search for a dog, essentially. Right. And Milt, again, with his technology, ends up being able to figure out that it is a yellow lab that they're looking for. So again, not not terribly narrowing it down since yellow labs are one of the most popular dog breeds out there, I guess. But they've kind of narrowed it down to... Something. Yellow labs. Yeah. They always give you a little something in the beginning of the show. Just yeah, a little yeah. something to make you think that this is part of, like, you know... Exactly. The and so they're back at the station, and I love how Holly once again has a tip or kind of pushes them in the right direction, saying that, well, as it turns out, it wasn't the right direction. But right. she, you know, is thinking on her feet with stuff. And she says, maybe the dog was a trick, you know, because there's no dog stuff in the apartment. There's, you know, no dog in the apartment. So they assume that it's not the woman's dog that the killer maybe brought the dog in. So... She suggests that, you know, maybe it was a trick. They, you know, oh, I found this dog. Can can you help me sort of thing? And then Niblet says maybe it was a service dog or that something. Was, that was actually what I was initially thinking. You know, I'm like, a dog? Like, only way a person need a dog around or need to have a dog when they go do something like this or 
going to someone's restaurant house, whatever it may be, is a service dog. Because most right. people are unsuspecting of service dogs. Exactly. Yeah. And you, if it's a service dog or something, or it like in the heat of the moment, somehow, you know, you bring your dog in there and you're like, <laughs> crap, I guess now I've, I've got to kill you. And whoops, my dog's here. But anyway, they couldn't find any fingerprints or anything, but that, that dog knows they found. And then, of course... As true Milt and Russ fashion, they decide to have a little competition and have their own canine dogs kind of, you know, competition, see whose canine is going to crack the case, essentially. And so Milt's got the, you know, German Shepherd, FBI, Agent Frazier, as his name is, which is hilarious. They're like, oh, well, we don't, I don't think we need another, you know, agent to come help. And he's like, Oh no, that's that's our canine's name. <laughs> He's like already off there. Like, Agent what's Frazier, wrong with he's Cookie? He's a dog. <laughs> yeah, and then they've got Cookie. Everything's wrong with Cookie. Little Cookie, who, I mean, I'm pretty sure most canines are are German Shepherds. I've seen some like Pitbull type canine dogs, but no, no not agent little dog looks like scraggly <laughs> mutts. I mean, Cookie is a cute little thing, but definitely not a canine, which makes it even more funny that. She's, of course, the Battle Creek right. dog. She's the one that they, they could afford. So then Milt and Russ are running around all over town trying to, you know, find the dog whose nose print was in the blood. And they end up, Russ, I guess, kind of wins it. He stumbles, Cookie disappears, right. and, and Russ stumbles well, on the dog. Right. He kind of just, like, after he used some proof that Cookie gave him, you know, to yeah. kind of get to this spot. And it said it was Cookie. Either way, it was kind of cool to see Russ sort of win. Yeah, sort of beat him. <laughs> He's like, well, wait, where's... Milt's like, where's Cookie? He's like, oh, she's tied up out front. <laughs> <laughs> Not. So, they figure out that this woman, you know, she's a waitress. They question people at the restaurant where she worked and learn that everybody loved her, you know, mm-hmm. and that she had some regular clients and stuff or not clients, but regular visitors that would come in like her, her regulars, regular you know, that right. she was, yeah, she was really loved. And then it, um, they end up finding, you know, they go to the, the restaurant where the dog is tied up outside Mm -hmm. um and so they're questioning all the people who work there and they're like okay so clearly one of you like this is one of your dogs and this is the dog that was at the crime scene so one of you is the killer somebody's you know somebody is was there and in the bathroom they find a little boy max who as it turns out we find out is had been visiting his mom who is the woman who was killed and he has been raised since he was a little boy by six his weeks, yeah six, six weeks, weeks since from his aunt so his mom's half sister mm-hmm. I think she said and and the mom kind of tells us about the the woman I think her name was what was her name Donna, Donna. about woman or Donna's <laughs> Donna about woman's history about Donna's Donna's, Donna's history. history you know she's had a, a rough life you know drug abuse she was a prostitute for a while all sorts of stuff so we kind of it unveils like a a shadier side to things and you think okay so she's had some (laughs) sketchy characters in her past so russ takes every chance he can get to kind of like twist it and say some type of dirty saying that deals with her past like yeah on her back again like like yeah he's like yeah she ended up back on her back which then right after that he goes He's like, she ended up back on her back. And then he's like, where's Holly? Which I thought was such a funny, like, Freudian slip because he's talking about sex. And then 
clearly goes to, oh wait, where's Holly? Holly's missing. We needed this episode. He finally was like giving us something about the whole Holly thing. We've always been speculating about this and it's like, finally. And it's it's always seemed very much from Holly's side. Like definitely Holly has a crush on Russ, but, and he's reciprocated enough, but you didn't totally know if he did. I mean, no offense. Sometimes guys can be a little clueless. Well, this is Russ we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so, I think we needed to see Russ like actually come out and say he has a crush on her, which he does. Yeah, yeah. Milt totally calls him on it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I do like her." And which, as we've seen this whole episode, Russ is trying to get, which he talks to Font about, you know, saying like, "Well, I don't get why Milt won't like. I want to know why he's here and more about his backstory stuff, and why he won't tell me anything." Yeah, and he's like. Well, he doesn't trust you, you know? He's not, he, you know, you're not going to be his friend sort of thing. Like, you know, open up to him, kind of. Which which is so, uh, it's like amazingly oblivious of Russ. How would you not know that, you know, he would never tell you? Right, you're being so antagonizing to him all the time. All the time. But he's like, oh, well, Milt's just such like a fuddy-duddy, always nice to everybody, so he's going to be but nice he, to me, too. Right, why is he not nice to me? Why does he not trust me? He, he trusts he the nice gangsters. He trusts yeah. the drug dealers and everything. Yeah. Well, as we've seen, I think, you know, Milt has a lot more up his sleeve than he mm-hmm. lets on. And he is very nice and very charming and seems very genuine with people. But he is, he's got a lot of secrets. But what's himself. interesting about that, you know, because he ended up lying to right. Milt. But he said in a previous episode... That he has never lied to him. He said that to a perp. And then he also told... Oh, um, yeah. He said, I never lie. Yeah. He told Aaron <gasps> that story about sleeping with his superior's wife. Yeah. So, so I'm he's, wondering... He's I'm lying like, all over the place right, about that's what I'm why he's here. So I'm, I'm wondering if... I wanted to believe him that, in that story. I but did, too. It was so He's a liar. Good. He's like, I slept through my alarm on 9-11. I don't know what happened. And I was just like, while well, right. people were dying and I, they could have used my help. I was just there sleeping. And then later... You know, he Russ, doesn't come into. Yeah, Russ looked at his file and he didn't join the FBI till 2003, two, two years later. Two years later. after 9 11. Like, so he's just lying all over, all I'm over so the suspicious. place. suspicious. Yeah, what, what is his deal? What, what is so bad that he has to lie about it? I feel like it's like a really embarrassing story. Like, not necessarily that bad. Like, cause that 9 11 thing, that's, that wasn't that bad. Cause it's not like he yeah. caused anyone's death or he made a mistake that really, you know, was really terrible. Like, yes, that's a, that's, from his character, you know, he's such like a honorable guy. Of course, he would have wanted to be part of that and be helping out. So I get why he would have felt really ashamed by that. And, and that that would have changed how he kind of, di- you know, did the rest of his life after. But yeah, that was it was such like a it it wasn't that it was, bad to be that secretive about it. I no, feel like I, I think that. What it was, was he said earlier in the episode, he said, you know, you told me a false story and I just wasn't able to think fast enough. Mm-hmm. So this time he was able to think oh, yeah, fast enough. yeah, he had time out. to think yeah. and think up a good story to trick Russell yes, a little exactly. bit. And it was pretty darn good story, but... Yeah, I believed I believed Russ when he was telling him about his parents and stuff when they're waiting for the dog and he's like, yeah, my yeah, parent, blah, 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 all that. He already knew. And, I know. I mean, I, 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 I didn't believe me. Russ Tricked at that me. point. I thought he was just really trying because I'm like, this... You know, I knew it was coerced. I knew he was trying right. to oh, do yeah. something. So I wasn't sure if I believed it, but the fact that Milt already knew he had already did his homework, already did a background check on him. Yeah. It's so like, like I love a it. Liar. And I love that he didn't call him on it right there. You know, he's like, and he's like, thank you for opening up to me. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> why he didn't call him on it right then and there. I know. I'd have been like, are you really going to hear a lie? 
Yeah. So we later learned that one of this woman's clients, or Johns, essentially, is this really, really rich guy mm-hmm. that Max kept would always see leaving when he was coming. So, so Donna had gone to Max at school, confronted him, and said, you know, she wanted to be in his life or something or get to know him since she was a biological right. mother. And so Max would visit her once a week and would always see this same older guy leaving who turns out to be this old rich guy who dies of a heart attack we find out so after um, all the speculations uh, of poison they think this guy's like you know been poisoned but maybe he's the killer or what's going on they're clearly connected because he's one of her you know clients and stuff you know something fishy's going on find out good old-fashioned poison and this guy's like crazy rich and we meet his two kids who appear to just be like you know and kid by kids i mean they're like 40 or something <laughs> right. they're not kids kids they're adults and they too say you know our dad was very well loved and everything and when they talk to the help no one liked him th- yeah when they talk to the help it's clear that yeah he had a lot of money and he probably paid them well but he didn't necessarily treat them very well. And then we learn later when he was golfing with his buddies that he had fired his accountant, mm-hmm. you know, that they used to all golf together. So, like, these guys were pals, you know, and he fires his account- accountant because he was embezzling from him or something. And then basically, like, blacklisted him from yeah, being Yeah, everybody anyways. fired him. Everyone yeah. fired him. Yeah, which is so... I mean, I guess if someone's embezzling from you, stealing your money, well, yeah, you'd want to let everybody know your accountant's... What they realized was crook. the guy was stealing from everyone. Yeah. So, of course, he didn't... He basically did them a favor. Yeah, like, they found favor. out their money was getting stolen. Exactly. So then, of course, we all think, oh, the accountant did it, you know? Yeah, of course, Obviously. that's story. But as we've learned with this show, which I said early on, as right when we started watching it and when we um, saw the sister, so the sister who's been raising Max, yeah. I'm like, okay, so do we think she did it? Because they always that's- give us the killer pretty early on yeah I they like. kind of rebuild i like that kind of method but it makes you not you know you that always you're all like maybe it's this person maybe it's that person yeah like, you know that it's gonna be one of the first like three people that right. gets introduced essentially so you know no one random is gonna get thrown into the mix later yeah on. they're pretty 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 solid it's in their a pretty, system it's, yeah it's a pretty strict formula I right. guess, that they're using with these kind of procedurals um and they yeah so they end up revealing that or no the the milt and russ question bring in the the siblings for questioning Mm -hmm. and they have his will the mr whitehall's will and say that you know okay your dad was gonna leave his whole fortune to his children but he never specified which children which means not just you two all of them. So I thought that was pretty cool because that was a, a Russ revelation. Now, Russ doesn't yeah. get a lot of credit because Russ, uh, you know, he's Russ. And finally, when he does little things like that, I think that's so cool because, like, it was a revelation of Russ. And Russ was like, ah, yeah, you know, he, uh, the he light bulb went off on Russ. Case. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and and that the this prostitute was not one of, you know, he wasn't his hooker. He right. was, he was a child. She was his half daughter. You know, and so that's why he was going to see her over and over again because she he wanted to get to know her and she wanted her the grandson to right. you know she didn't want his, any money or anything she yeah, just wanted to yeah. be in his life and and so when his will says his children you know that doesn't specify just my two children mm-hmm. it includes 
that prostitute as well. Or any other or alleged any other children. He may children. Have. I know. I'm like, this guy. <laughs> well, and when we were thinking that initially, you know, I'm thinking, well, if he's seeing a prostitute, and I'm like, wait, no. Right, wait, his wait, daughter, daughter not, not prostitute. I'm like, <laughs> half daughter or full daughter. Anyway, yeah. So, which is curious to me because when you make a will, I don't know. I've never made a will or really mm-hmm. looked at one, but. Wouldn't you, when you list my children, I, I would feel like it's pretty specific and you're supposed to, like, write out actual names and stuff? I would believe so, but, <laughs> I mean, he could have had, like, 50 children. I mean, there. or it's, like, pretty straightforward, though, if, you you know, people know who your kids are, but, That's yeah. what you would think, and then, like, something happens and, you know, they discover this random person or somebody in the help as a child, you know? Yeah, right? So. You know, the, yeah, who knows? And so they accuse... Or they accused the his kids of killing her because they, they wanted want the share. fortune all to themselves, which we later learn is like, you know, in the forty million dollar range, dollars. which divided by two, okay, twenty million, or you're getting like fifteen yeah. million. <laughs> you're still getting millions. Level. Like, really, is it worth killing somebody? And my thing is like, these guys are so rich, you know, why do you go to the house yourself and kill this woman? Because hire they, a hitman because I mean <laughs> right I mean don't get your hands dirty they were able to clean up and they only trusted each other you see they didn't break right. on each other at all in the story yeah. they kept their story together neither one snitched on the other so they only trust each other I know when Gusewitz said that when she's like oh you're trying to play I, I really liked actually that moment in the show where they're you know milts with the sister Right, yeah, and Russ is with the brother, and they're right. kind of playing it back and forth with different approaches, and I thought they both were playing it well, and I really loved how they cut back and forth between, you know, we could see that right. parallel, and ultimately, it doesn't end up working, because they don't really have evidence, and then they, you know, Gusewitz says, like, oh, it's not going to work, you're Stop not going to get them to turn on each other, they know you don't have any evidence, and so Russ kind of gambles and puts them in the same room together, thinking... Okay, I'm going to tell them we don't have evidence, and here's the thing. You guys can confess now, or we're going to, like, find the evidence, basically. Like, I'm I have really a warrant good before cop. you can get rid of yeah, these clothes. we're going to find it all, and then you're going to be in jail forever. Which, duh, get up and walk out. Right, still didn't shake them. But I, I still thought this was, like, Russ's shine time this episode. Yeah. Like, that was cool. Like, he was really, was, like, really cool this episode. He was thinking on his toes. Yeah, yeah. and I, Milt even gave him some kudos with, like, hey, it was worth a shot. You know, but now we gotta get that warrant. <laughs> yeah, and then they like haul to get over there, and as we see when they get to the house, they're trying to burn the evidence. Which the brother and sister are still like, you won't get anything off of it because it's burnt. Yeah, and I thought this was so smart. You know, he's like, I we don't need to. We either needed a confession from you guys, which we didn't get, or we needed evidence and enough probable co- probable cause. You know, yeah, enough- and tell me that when we put this in front of a jury and we're like, oh after we arrested them and let them go that we come to their house and they're burning clothes that most likely have evidence like duh they're guilty right. you know so so then they like try and bolt from it which you know and then the rest Our of the team are outside. is out, out <laughs> in front and i mean i think like come on they if you do that i think you probably get rid of the stuff like you know Right, right away, you like, you, you're supposed to cover your tracks right away. Who does it? Like, okay, they cleaned up really well. Yeah, let's just put it in you the know. room or something. Exactly. But I mean, then you don't burn the clothes? Like, who the heck doesn't do that? That was so yeah. stupid. Yeah. And so one of my questions is, do, are the brother and sister living there together? It seemed as such. Or I know. Or the they're just there or... because they're, 
dad died, so they're there kind of like taking care of things or whatever. But it seems like no, they, they were like, moving into the estate. Remember, they wanted the estate probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably what they were doing. They were moving on like, in. What, what weirdos? What are they doing? Um, yeah, so they get the bad guys, of course. And at the end, we end up, you know, throughout this episode, we've, like we said a little bit earlier, Holly's been leaving kind of early and Russ never is like... never take lunch. Yeah, Russ is like, what is she doing? She keeps popping out of here, and which is fun, cute to see. I think Russ, like, knows yeah. her schedule He's down so like, well. She never takes lunch. And you're like, right. okay, well, she's second into the day. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and backing up to the beginning again. So we learned that... Which she may have said it before, but Holly does say, you know, I'm, I know I'm just the office manager. So finally we have like a solid. That was like your, totally, your, totally like, your ah, thing. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe she's not. No, no maybe she's not. Secretary or yeah, something. we were calling secretary all but the time. But I always felt like she was destined for so much more because she's so like intuitive. Her, her character's the case. intuitive. Yeah, yeah. So intuitive. And as we see, and as she tells Russ, she's been going on interviews, which of course I thought job interviews initially and then she's actually been going to interviews about a pl- law school she applied well, to law school apparently that must be a lie too why well because remember <laughs> so at the end of that you know he asked like are you seeing somebody basically yeah. and she's like no I've been going to interviews in law school and then he, and he stopped her after they had their conversation about everything else he's like there's no law schools in Battle Creek well it's not a lie she's gonna move away oh <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what I think it means. She's gonna move and leave I thought, them. I see. That's the thing because I got a different thing from it. I felt like maybe she was just telling oh, that him she that she was lying too. Yeah, she was lying to like spare his feelings. No, well, I guess he <laughs> I guess take it that way. Uh, I didn't think no, about what I you think were saying. She's like, meaning like that means she's applying to law schools like in Detroit or something. I thought it meant like she was applying to law school because you know she was telling him law that just school. law I'm school, going to law school was really she was like you know going on some date or something because or she's seeing somebody yeah because she didn't want to hurt his feelings so she make up made up this story no I think I think she's really applying to law school and she's she's thinking about moving and which makes me sad and and I think that Milt or Milt Russ is going to end up like having to you know come in the way of that in some way to like profess his love to her and make her change make her, her stay mind in battle which, instead of becoming a lawyer yeah but on, and here's the thing like for their like love story and romance and for the show i'm like cool yeah do that because i want to see them date and stuff but like for for real life no girl go <laughs> like go to law school <laughs> don't be an office manager for this jerk for this crappy police department right <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I think we like, we ran through all of it. Well, no, I mean, the, the conclusion, which was a really, I think, happy ending for, for the what little it's boy worth. gets the boy $42 gets, million. Dollars. Yeah, because this two siblings, you know, because there was crime involved in the whole thing, you know, they get bypassed somehow. That's like, you know, the really technical legal speak yeah. for it. No, <laughs> they get bypassed right, right. somehow. And he gets all the in- inheritance, which is $42 million. Which is crazy. Like, he's like set for life. And he, you know, we've heard exactly. that him, you know, his family, his mom, his his aunt, you know, they have had a kind of a rough life financially, at least. So that this could be you know, a revelation. It was, it was a really happy ending, I think. Um, and yeah, I thought ultimately this episode was was solid again. I think we keep diving deeper into trying to at least figure out what Milt's backstory is. We keep thinking know, we get it. I he's a liar now. Keep... I don't know about like Milk anymore. I know. He, he's, <laughs> anymore, like, he uh. just keeps getting a little, not shady in any way, but yeah. you see that like that really like polished 
charming facade like there's something going on that you know that he's not totally proud of you know it's crazy you know when you go on youtube you know battle creek, battle creek has a youtube as well you guys and uh josh duhamel has a lot of interviews and i've seen him on a couple different daytime tv shows and he's not too far different than mo he's very yeah. very charming very nice and yeah. genuine he talks about his, his son who's um i think almost two now know. you know so he's named like, axel after i know <laughs> axel Rose. i love that so he's just I, I don't know like i hate that milt is a liar because josh is so cool i know but it's got to be here's the thing it's got to be like a really solid reason i feel like because he does seem like such a like a guy with of such integrity that I think for him to be keeping that a secret, you know, it's got to be something good. I think it's, it's whatever it is, it's going to be very entertaining because of the creators. The creators yeah. who are, you know, their backstory of the shows that they've worked on before, you just have to expect that this is going to be pretty good. You know, we're talking about Breaking Bad, you know, so yeah. this is going to be some type of groundbreaking, really either super funny or just super crazy. I think it's going to be super intense, like intense and dramatic. Yeah, I feel like they're giving us so, so much because, like I said, you know, before we started the show, heirlooms. Why did we not figure out the, right, what this, yeah. this what this crime was about? So I feel like they're giving us the little bits, and they're going to give us this big twist at some point in time. I know. Next week we're going to have to see what the title of the episode is, and then so make, I can solve make, it right away. Yeah, I hate waiting around. <laughs> make a few predictions right based off of the title because they do give us those nuggets every single time. Exactly. Though man's best friend last week. Let's talk about that. Man's best friend. That was the name of the episode, and. Cookie just found the backpack of drugs. Yeah, so that didn't really that reveal a whole lot. But this one, heirlooms. But this week was about dogs. Well, That's what but the title was Heirlooms. I thought <laughs> like that was a yes. dick. And I didn't even think about it Like as time went on in the episode. Like, I know, like I tomatoes, know. old jewelry. Exactly. What's it going to be about? Last, week, last <laughs> week's episode was by far my favorite, though. Yeah. This one was great, too. It was too. intense. Last week's was very intense. I think I it was know, the most, like... That intense that we've had i think the first few were super comical and very much on the comedy side of things and last week's was much more dramatic and i think this week's was pretty dramatic too there were some funny moments like when they're chasing the dogs around but i think for the most part this one was pretty dramatic as well i think that russ had some really good monologues that were just you know added Mm -hmm. the drama in there so that was the big part but i love that they are able to do a good mix yeah. Of comedy I and drama so yeah. and, you know, crime and relationships. It's such a good mix. I love that we're diving more and more to each character. Mm-hmm. I need to see a little bit more of the kind of the outside characters like Niblet and yeah. all the other ones. Funk I know. Well, we always hear about Funk and his wife, you know, Shailene, <laughs> which is funny. But I want to see. I love that they're developing characters and now they're developing Holly more. Right. So, yeah. Let's see if I, we can see some I other I do ones. like that. We did see some of Font with his, you know, his marijuana for yeah. his headaches and stuff. So I do like that they're giving us a little, you know, kind of B-plots of the other characters, mm-hmm. too. So I, I do want to see more about Holly. I'm nervous that she's going to leave for law school or I lo- something. I don't think she really is. But you know what? That's the cool part of, like, the the way they write the show. It's always, like, the little B-plot that, you know, so Holly was this week, last week was, you know, you know, the diff- just the different layers. I love yeah. that, you know? So I, it's something you can pay attention to two different stories and kind of get a little both, you know? Right. Yeah. So we were talking before the show about how each week we should kind of play back how we how we would have pulled off the crime mm-hmm. if we had been in the shoes. And so let's see. If we're killing a potential prostitute slash waitress. <laughs> slash sister. <laughs> slash your half sister, I guess. True. Oh, that's even sadder. Oh, my gosh. What meanies. <laughs> You know, first of all, I mean, the biggest thing... Well, no. I, I already mentioned it. I would hire a hitman if I had 
<laughs> millions of dollars. So you would have went to jail because of hitman snitch on you because they would have taken the, the plea deal. <laughs> no, I pay them off. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> or if I did it myself, burn those clothes immediately. Duh. Yeah, I think that. Well, burn those clothes and then you take the ashes because who knows what they could get out of that. And then you you put them in some river. lake, far, river <laughs> far, far away. Like Michigan? Yeah. There you go. Um. Yeah. <laughs> How would you pull this crime off? I don't think I would have did it. I would just well, paid her. Okay, come on. We, I wouldn't have done about, okay. it in real life either. But we're talking about forty-two million dollars. Yeah. I think we'd have been okay. No, I agree. I'm not talking about right versus wrong right here. I mean, <laughs> maybe try. To, I would have. Well, did they kind of mention this? Well, maybe get a plea with her, like you know, I'll give you this amount of money if you never mention that you're his daughter. Right. But, I think I probably would have. Yeah, that's a good angle to take it to if you're not just going to straight up kill her like apparently I am. <laughs> right. They, it's like, you're right along with the sibling. Just as rude. Just, just go stab her. Yeah. Stab but her in the back. how would she have known? I guess because she was talking to the the dad, but would she have come forward? I don't know. We, that's the thing. They didn't know. You know, once he died, they don't know if she would have finally stepped forward and said, you know, I'm his daughter. And then, you yeah, know, bloodline would have proved she it. She didn't seem like she wanted was after the money and stuff. Just the relationships. So. Exactly. But you never know. You never know it, who's going to dig into that. And mm-hmm. those kids were so spoiled. And you know what? When they, I believe, you know, when the situation like that happened, they do seek out other family. It could have been someone else in the family who knew about her or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Is there, is there anything we missed or should we dive into some predictions? predictions. Let's do it. Let's, let's predict a few things. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz Alrighty. Predictions. Let's see. Well, from the spoilers or the previews for next week, we see that there's an arsonist going around and he or she tries to burn down Guswitz's house while she's in it and mm, tries to kill mm. her. So I feel like next week, the person who's doing this is going to be somebody that they potentially put in jail for something. So or, like somebody from a past case yeah. that they put in jail or arrested and their life got really screwed up because of it and maybe they weren't really the one who did it falsely accused i don't know but then they're coming back for revenge that's what i think is happening i also think i feel like i really want russ to make a move on holly i know i want that i'm definitely on the on the on the line with that one. I need something, I, I need some it. development in this little happen. love affair. And some yeah. of these have, I don't ever think, I don't think for the sake, sake of the show that they're really going to ever get together, but something's going to oh, break Oh yeah, they'll them. like, yeah, they're going to keep that Lead us along. on for a long time with that one. I think Russ might call out Milt. Yeah? I think Milt, I mean, Russ holds on a, a lot of little information about mm-hmm. Milt and he never really like voices it. I think at one point in time, it's, it's going to all spill out. Like he's going to be like, you know what? He's You're good. just a liar. Yeah. You lied about this. In front you never of everybody. Been yeah. Like stop trusting him. Stop liking him. Yeah. He's just he's a, a phony. All yeah. this and like, yeah, I don't know about next week, but I think I, I could see that though. Part of me really wants them to bond and like, have it be a real moment that Milt shares the truth, but because he's covered it up so many I times know. now, I feel like he's got to kind of out him in front of everybody like that. Yeah, he's he's been kind of stringing them along. Like even even though we see sometimes they break ground, it's like you know they're really working together, and it, I think it makes all the viewers happy when you see Russ and Milt finally like working together cohesively. But 
Milt is a liar. Like, I know you really do lies. not like Milt right now. You are, no, you are really broke team my heart. Russ. Like, you really just like, <laughs> and then you're, I was never team Russ, but I can't stand that Milt keeps lying. I know. Me too. It's start, it's come on, Milt. Right. Like, tell it, us the truth or stop. I don't know what to believe at Just this say, point I don't anymore. want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know what to believe anymore. Don't be a liar. He's not as charming as we thought. No. <laughs> Alrighty, I think that just about does it for us this week. Yes. Thank you, everybody out there for tuning in, and be sure to catch up with us next week. Tweet at us, download the podcasts on iTunes, listen along on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. We want to know what you guys thought of the episode, so leave some comments below below the video here where I'm pointing. (laughs) Tweet at us. Again, I'm Lauren Salon. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere at Lauren Salon. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-S-A-L-A-U-N. Gary, where can everyone find you online again? Of course, you can find me at I am Gary Thomas on Instagram and Twitter and I am GaryThomas.com. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 